Uh, oh man, let's see what is on TV. Look at my baby! Like, get this crazy man off the streets! Oh shoot, Family Guy. Ten bucks. Five bucks. Eight bucks and I'll do it. Fine. Help! I've escaped from Kevin Spacey's basement! Help me! <laughs> that Stewie. Huh. Uh, man, but this is an old episode. What else we got? Oh, shoot. What is that? Is that recent? One of the men who accused Oscar winner Kevin Spacey of sexually assaulting him when he was a teenager allegedly captured the incident on camera. Oh, man, again? Bruh, I'm never going to be able to finish this season of House of Cards. Wait, was that a, that was an old episode of Family Guy. Are they taking the place of The Simpsons? Welcome to MMV Mileage May Vary. This is Patrick Irving coming to you live, but not really live because this is a pre-recording. Uh, to my left, I have my guy, Daniel. And to my right, I have Savage. He's currently looking for something, so he's a little preoccupied. Today's date is December 30th of 2018. We got less than two days left of the... End of the year. Yes, we see that. We see that. This one thought it was the same. He's gonna break the intro for this. He's gonna break the intro for this. That's paved roads, man. No, Uganda paved did road. not have Yo, paved roads. He literally picked up the floor. Yeah, and threw it was it. literally sand. They literally picked up the floor. For real. <laughs> and then you see everybody with their flags. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Back to what I was saying. Back to the intro. Welcome to Molly's May Vary, the podcast where we are talking about the end of the year. Now, we're not even talking about the end of the year. We're talking about the new year. 2019 is um, less than 20, nah, less than two days away. 48 hours. Forgive 48, me. Yeah. 48 hours um, in front of us. Hopefully, I can go ahead and put this out by tomorrow for the 30th so you can um, join us with the conversation. Um but before we get straight to that, tell me, we don't do how was your week. So how have you been, Daniel? I've been chilling, chilling, you that, know. That's great. Same old, same old good things happening in the end of 2018. Only bad thing is I didn't get to use all my vacation days this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to fit seven days in 48 hours. <laughs> so we just going to have to cash that L this year. Oh, man. And you can't cash out that check, right? Nah, no rollover, no oh, cash out. boy. Um, Corporate America got my ass again. <laughs> and you're on salary, right? Yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm hourly yeah. where okay. I'm at now. Yeah. Do you know not to put your your uh, pay your pays your not to put your pay range out there? Mm -hmm. But do you have to be a certain pay range above what you're making to get it, or it's the entire company other than directors? Nah, they uh, switched when they were acquired by a bigger company about two years ago, and they switched from salary to hourly for most positions. Oh, okay. The managers, I believe, are still on salary, 
but even uh, supervisors are hourly as well. So it's position, positional based. Yeah, it depends on the position. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Because uh, I know at our previous one, and I think they tried to go based off of the government rollout, that it was supposed to be if you made a certain amount, you went, you stayed on salary or you went down to uh, paid um, hourly. Yeah, the federal guidelines had changed, and then they would have exempt and non-exempt employees. Mm. And if you fit into one of those categories, then you could stay salary. Otherwise, you have to go to uh, hourly. Hourly range. Okay. Yeah. But you can eat up on that, that OT when it's necessary. Oh, yeah, I get the OT. Boy, it's <laughs> affecting. And did you get me this? Did it, did it affect you for Christmas, I guess? Because I guess this is like the busiest season, fall season. Uh, Yes and no. There was some rollover like from... Um, because of the holiday seasons for Thanksgiving and Christmas, it was like shorter work weeks, but then, you know, oh. more stuff rolled over from here to the next week, you know. So it fits its way in somehow. They'll find a way to eat off of you. Always and forever. Yeah, for real. Um, Young Savage, go ahead and tell us how have things been. Always. I've been getting back in the gym all day. You know it. Brawling for life. So, uh... Yeah, work right. You should tell people. You guys can both tell each other. I mean, tell each other. You guys can tell the people your um, social media account so they can actually believe if you're brolic or not. Oh, it's. Uh, I don't want to do this again. You remember what happened last time? Listen, I fucking misspelled it. And you made fun of me. And you had to go back. And you was like, one final take. I saw thirty six. It's in the description of whatever episode. K zero. <laughs> What is it supposed to say? <laughs> Savage complex. Boom. Give him the spelling. On this. <laughs> you know what I was about to say? I was trying to say lowercase. I was about to say undercase. Undercase. I thought, I thought... <laughs> hey. Undercase. Hey. <laughs> and you was that kid in class when they're like, all right, it's, uh, it's Savage's turn to read out loud. <laughs> that boy starts shaking his sweat. <laughs> But see, here's the thing. When I start, I'm fantastic. Undercase K. I wonder if that's a real thing. Could people really say that? They call nervous, bro. No, but I'm saying oh. undercase. You can ask Google that later. Go ahead and figure it out. All right, so it's Savage, spelled S-A-V-A-G-E, underscore K-O-M-P-L-E-X. Savage Complex. Boom. Danny, do you want to go ahead and give yours? Uh, Mine's is private, so it kind of would defeat the purpose. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to make a public one, and then I'll (laughs) announce it on a later date. As long as you don't sell weave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're not a weave page, if you're a weave page, I'm blocking you off the strength, (laughs) off rip. All your pictures is a size 52 B. Oh, yeah. I don't want no lovely and luscious weaves. I don't want no yakky. Nothing that. Nothing, buddy. Uh, but continue. You said how things are going. Everything's good. Savage? Good. I said it was a terrible week, except for going to the gym. You know, I, I've been to the gym five times in three days. That was like, the craziest thing I've ever done. That just sounds like bad gym management. <laughs> my, body, my body hurts. <laughs> well, it was on my days off. So oh, okay. I went early in the morning, and then my cousin hit me up and was like, yo. Oh, some two-a-day joints. Yeah, so okay. Two-a-day. I'm trying to get him to come when I go. I go 7 a.m. 
get off for uh, Amy. You know, I had to schedule early. Right. The dog don't even be up. <laughs> the, mm. the dog still be sleep on the floor. If the dog ain't up, I ain't. The dog I'm not gonna get up. No, you're missing out, bro. You're missing out some. So I'll go at eight or nine o'clock. And then I, nah, I ran into this bad Spanish girl. The I don't know day. what that got to do with it. It's busy, sad. Man. That hey, that could make his week a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> she was working out with some dude, and the whole time she's like working out and looking past him, and the dude kept turning around and looking at me. <laughs> That's always an awkward situation. <laughs> and I was like, nah, forget this. I'm going to just get my gym in. So then my cousin points out, he's like, yo, it, it's only like nine people in the gym. And he's like, yo, is this Shorty in the peach looking at me? <laughs> and then the dude who happened to be working out with her comes and works out with a machine next to us. Like, hey, look over here. She gonna be looking at me. And, yeah, so he stopped working out and he look up at both of us. And I just look at him and I'm like, "There's two of us. <laughs> you can't take both of us alive." Fatigue going in. Them extra hours that we're gonna be extra tired today. But other than that, what's good? what else? Is that it? Is it? Just stop at the gym? The gym is the only good thing popping? You can tell uh, us what's bad. Don't follow this Instagram tradition where you only tell people what's good, what's You can't oh, just nah. give just your highlight you reel. Yeah. I shout out my job every time I get a chance. So they is terrible. But then again, you have to remember that it's uh, high season. It's so it's, it's working. Everybody oh, yeah. This would be high so season. Yeah. We never normally see like domestic flights over like 60. Mm-hmm. Or like 70 Yo Today Just know the people I work with Is trash <laughs> You're supposed to take off In the morning You get a schedule And it's You get five flights For the day And real normally quick, quick, Real quick Before you Let me just in, interject this Are you Are you promoting The podcast at work? Yeah Okay I just want to make sure Because you're about to Just rank on all these Yeah <laughs> nah, they know they trash. I told them that today. Oh, <laughs> I, I went over to the belt and was like, Go ahead, Yo, what y'all did to me yesterday was trash. Y'all trash. <laughs> and then it happened to them, and I was like, karma comes back real fast. <laughs> they came back and hit them today, and then the supervisor was over there, and the belt, yo, when I mean... I can't even announce the company, but are people still flying it, out heavy, or is it more people flying out flying heavy? In? Yo, we had I think like it's both. hundred and eleven bags of Colorado, and that's like four hours away from wherever the you, real Colorado is. You said hundred and eleven bags in? That's out. Oh, I was about to say that's all dope, bro. That's all weed. <laughs> that's what I because, was because like the motherfuckers be coming because they be if it's, it's free. And the recreational over there, they be bringing the vacuum seal shit back. Yeah. That's why I was like, oh, that's all weed, bro. But the, the, <laughs> the, the what you call it, the ID don't work over here, right? Like, as soon as you come over here, the ID... Nah, but it's vacuum sealed over there. Yeah. So oh. they put that bitch on their check no bags, <laughs> sunk that shit right out. Gotcha, yeah, That's gotcha. why you said from Colorado. I was like, in or out? <laughs> but I was them, thinking that. Them probably empty going luggages out. going out. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> they empty luggages to, get, to come back for a bit. <laughs> he the carousel in Colorado, he just throws <laughs> back in, and then they go right back. <laughs> Believe it or not, it's, yo, what I mean, every bag was like 63 pounds. Shit. Which means now you're paying your That's regular bag and then the overweight fee. But I'm straight. It's but 50, right? 50? 50, 50 pounds? pounds is the max that you're allowed to bring on a plane. They, a day out there was drugs. 63 like yo i was lifting so many bags this morning that's why the gym's helping you though right hell no because yeah. i forgot i did chest so the the belt is uh waist height so you're picking oh hell no you body slamming them shits yeah so you use it just your upper body yeah. you're like i just worked out the chest 
That's perfect. You feel that tenseness, that tight right here? I know your pain. So I be in there doing push-ups and like prison workouts, and everybody's in jumpsuits, so we all look like we work in the same prison world. <laughs> I know your pain because I worked at FedEx for like two, three months or something like that. Oh, you did that seasonal work? I did overnight. Oh. You know them big ass eighteen wheelers? I was either filling them bitches up or emptying them bitches out. Either one was hell. Because <laughs> you empty that bitch out, then there's more compartments on the floor that open up, and there's more shit there. <laughs> I seen the wildest shit when I was working there. I seen a bitch fucking body slam did a DDP on a fucking flat screen TV. I seen somebody do that shit to a flat screen TV and ride it like a surfboard on the <laughs> conveyor belt. I swear to God on everything I love. All right, well, after you know that, those are packaged with the styrofoam. So yeah, they packaged with styrofoam and fragile, but we gave no fucks. <laughs> it would be like this. It was like on the right, there's uh, solid, right? On the left, there's solid. And there's a little roll belt in the middle. It's just to roll things to get to the conveyor belt. Mm. What we used to do, we used to push the thing, push the thing, pull it, push it, pull it, push it, and let the whole shit just collapse <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> and whatever roll onto the belt, roll onto the belt. <laughs> the rest of the shit, we used to flip it onto the belt. <laughs> oh, shit. No, no that no, shit was no. hell, bro. I, I, I remember I did one of these UPSC season joints. They told me how strong you got to be. Bro, that shit they, was hell. If you went to the gym the day before... It was this little box of mercury, and the shit was like, but the shit was probably like smaller than a shoebox, and they had stickers to signify when it's a two-man pickup or oh, if yeah. it's over 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. I saw over 100 pounds stick on it. I was it's like, <laughs> nah, bitch, this shit on a little shoebox. This shit's smaller than a shoebox. Bitch, I tried to grip that shit. I was like, <laughs> bitch, I almost fucking pulled a back muscle, bitch. <laughs> I was like, nah, bro. And the dude I was working with was like, you straight? I was like, I'm not about to go out like this. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I probably caught a hernia trying no, to move that bitch to the conveyor belt. I got Uru in the box, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Picking up Moonier or something like that. No, that's serious. But yeah, I know you're pain about the conveyor belt uh, being high. <laughs> oh, that man. Shit hurts. And then especially, all right, so. That's not what makes the job hard. Okay, yeah, it'd be like 100 bags or whatnot. You know you signed up for the job, so it's kind of like you know what you're dealing with. Yeah. But when you got people who do one flight at a time and all four of your flights is on the belt. Yo, I can show y'all a video. Yesterday I seen a bag explode. What? Bruh, there was so many bags on the belt that when one of them came down the shoot, the shit was bursting. <laughs> and panties and shit was going everywhere. I was just like, these niggas is green as fuck. Yo. And they standing there like, you figured it out, bruh? We know most of our bags is on the belt, but you chose to go to lunch, so we not going to pick up none of the bags. That's fucked and up. Just walk- Yo, it got so bad that the, the maintenance guy from the county came and he's like, yo, why the belt stop? And he looked and the bag was in half. <laughs> How we gonna pay? Why y'all didn't just take the bags off the belt? And I'm like, you talk to them. They the ones standing here. I went on break. They don't touch nothing. When you go on break, nobody touch nothing. And I get it. I get it. Y'all could go without a break. But I ain't gonna go work for these niggas. And they not paying me for my break because for I work through my break. Yeah. And they be like, yeah, you get a little 15 minute breaks here and there. But yeah, that's any job. You think somebody's supposed to go to work and lift for eight hours straight? Hell You nah. have 15 minute, four 15 minute mandated breaks normally at jobs that require you to lift over 50 pounds. 
Mm. You have supposed to be required for and it's four 15 minute breaks and a 30, which is a lunch break. But you you don't have to take all of them, but it's mandated for you to recover um, somewhat. But I'm just like, man, the stuff I see these people yeah, do. We had this conversation, bro. You just gotta go ahead and, and work towards getting out of that thing, cause you know they going. It's it don't get no better. It's an airline and it's yeah, baggage. But, the but noise, the crazy that's gonna be the same thing over and over. February hits to like <coughs> like May June. It's quiet. It's so light, like you probably touch twelve bags your whole day. <laughs> but it's vibe, like so don't let that be the only the only thing trying to keep you there. No, do, you, do, do you do you do you want to um, transition into like a pilot type thing uh, or something I'm like not that? Flying no planes. Damn, not that these pilots be flying. I'd rather fix a plane. I went to school to fix a plane. I'd rather fix the plane. Is that what you really want to do? Yes. So. So, what do you think is the next step from getting from where you are to where you would like to be? Because, well, you know, we talking prediction of 2019. Yo, for real. Maybe you might make this transition in 2019. <laughs> so, one guy told me that what I would have to do is take a pay cut, go to a different department, and then when the position opens up, transfer back into the department. Why would you have to do that? Yeah. Because, all right, so there's two, there's two areas in tech ops. One's materials and one's the actual tech ops maintenance worker. Mm-hmm. So materials is the person who sit in the room and be like, we need an antenna for this plane. So it's kind of like storeroom, like storage. Mm-hmm. You go get the antenna for the plane, then the mechanic is the one who puts it on the plane. So what do you mean? You're, you're trying to move into a position that's in that division yes. or that department? And then when a position opens up, that's move the again. only cheat code to move into that position. So you're moving laterally pretty yes. much. You want to know how to, so you want, you're trying to get into that department already, yes, but at I'm, a lower position. Yeah, because if I don't, I'm going to have to move to Boston for a year. But you already have like a certification and degree to I do those things, right? The only right? thing I need to do is take the test right here and then get the FAA to sign off on it. That's it. So I would say you should work towards trying to complete that test and you should email your HR because that's what they're well, there they for. Know, but they're not going to let me stay down here. What you mean? Just put, just the same thing as you waiting for a position to open up. That's why I have to do it that specific way. It's like cheating the system. Mm-hmm. That's why I, I feel like this is more trying to get your foot in the door, but you can also just go ahead and get the cert and then see if uh, it's see the only it. way to stay in Florida. It's not called cheating the system. It's just the only way to stay in Florida. Because they'll put you in a different position someplace to, else. Yeah, if I do go take the tech ops position, I have to go to Boston, or I have to go to JFK for a year, and then if they have a position open down here, I can transfer down. Mm. Why would you have to go to another state for a year? It's their rule. That doesn't Once make sense. Once you go to that department, it's their rule. You have to go to JFK for training, or you have to go to Boston for training. Which doesn't make sense because we have a training facility in Orlando. So I'd rather go to Orlando because we have the biggest hangar in Orlando, which is connected to the school, which is also connected to the entire JetBlue thing. So... Why not just let me work in a hangar that's in my state? So all of that. Just I would like to. I would say you should talk to your HR department, find out who's the director in this area, but and then schedule a meeting with the basis. them. That's the basis based on seniority, because your seniority starts over when you go to that. that when you go to that department, your seniority starts over. So that's mm-hmm. why they're like, okay, so since you're at the bottom, the only spaces we have is JFK and Boston, and they always have JFK and Boston. Yeah. Open because those are the training grounds, and then those are the places where you have to work until you get enough um, seniority to want to move down and, and apply for the job. And then you have to hope that 
you have more seniority over the person that applied for the position for you to move back down. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot. lot. It's a long process. I'm going to just keep that simple and we're just going to say that 2019, is, you got to go ahead and speak that into existence. Boy, that's that's a lot. That would suck, but I mean, I've heard of worse. I was, uh, I've heard that's of all trying to do it in February. I'm like, I'm looking at how much the pay cut is. I think it's like three bucks. It's up to you. Which is going to hurt. You, get, you work four days on, three days off. So, continuing on that. Who would want to be the first person to go ahead and hit their uh, they prediction? Who's who's got the prediction out uh, that's gonna turn everything around? Who thinks uh-huh. their prediction's the one that's gonna alter 2019's or uh, the world's uh, course in 2019? Who's gonna be that person? That's gonna be you. That's definitely not gonna be my prediction. <laughs> I, had, I had some little predictions. <laughs> I, got, I got all right. So I'll start. I got I got one, my one prediction. Um, my one prediction is <clears throat> AI is either going to disrupt or get disrupted for the next year. In the next year, I think, and this is this is my this is my doctored uh, reasoning and explanation for that. So, since there are like various aspects of AI, you got the Google Homes in, in the houses, mm-hmm. um, you got autonomous driving for Tesla. And then now you have this whole big battle with Microsoft, I believe Amazon and Google with the facial recognition. Yeah. Um, and that was a big thing with the news. But of course, if it's something in the news, it's been talked about for year to two years prior to that. Like they had agreements. There was things on the table that was talking about it before that. So um, that's a bunch of stuff that's already been in the works. And now it's becoming problematic for people to believe that that could be the future. Um, that's just pretty much the saying that you're going to have a more collection of data that we already don't have. Like literally everybody has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. We're already collecting enough data for our cell phone providers and the people who make the cell phones to carry the accounts that we have. Mm-hmm. So people are going to complain that they don't, they're having lesser freedoms or mm-hmm. like things are going to be taken away from them or they're not going to have as much free will to them as they, they used to believe. Um, and there's even, points where they've had AI communicate with other AI, which I haven't seen that release the video. If they say it happened before that one AI device spoke to another and they made their own language, I want to see that visually. Like mm-hmm. we just said, we gonna shut that down and that never happened. Like a guy walked in and it was just a Siri talking to a, an Alexa and they were like, yo, it was Skynet, man. Yo, just pull yeah. up one plug and that was it. Like, I need to know that that really, you imagine they're like, yeah, let's kill Darren and you're Darren. And you're like, Duh. He's like, Darren, is that you? Siri is like, Google, could you tell me where Darren lives? Uh, sure. His, <laughs> his home distance is 34 miles. <laughs> his GPS is showing that he's at the door. Amazon, would you please drop a acid package <laughs> from oh, your drone? According to his ring, he's walking up the drive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, um, regardless, the purpose of the advancement is to be improvement for our lives, though. Like, it's all supposed to be a better life for us in the future. You see it in the movies. Everybody has access to something that's supposed to bleep it, uh, beep it in. And that was cool back in the day. But mm. at this current point, people are more afraid of it than wanting to accept it. You have the you have the people who are okay with it. Me and you, we got our Google Homes. We're down mm-hmm. for going ahead and letting them get as much data. We I ain't mute my thing in a minute. Yeah, it's it's already too late. We're already deep in, and we've had Gmail and Google accounts for how long? So 
I don't see that being any change. But with this technology, it's either going to be amazing changes or bigger issues for the year to come. That's my, my thing. So it's either literally going to be disrupt or get disrupted. It's going to change something to the point that people are going to be like, I don't like this even more. And they're going to put a stop to it or start to put a stop to it. Or it's going to change something and it's going to be thought of as better, I guess. Or it's going to be a, it's going to be more um, embraced than turned away. And that's my thought. So uh, what y'all think about that? How y'all feel? Yeah, this is this is a part of the AI right here. You did that. I did that. Yeah, he just turned on the yeah, lights yeah. using AI. Yes. <laughs> I thought he did that for dramatic effect. Nah, I, it was getting pretty dark and in here. fucking Siri start talking. Turn the lights up for you guys. Are you ready? And then she walks out in the room. Fucking hell. Damn, Westworld. <laughs> I'm walking home. Westworld, Dolores. Through the windows. <laughs> so how y'all feel? What y'all think about that? And then we can go on to the next prediction. The AI control? AI control. You think it's gonna... No, not the AI control. Will it be... A disrupt or get disrupted. You think there people are gonna more or less stop it I think before it gets are, big? No, nah, because Tesla in itself is once they give it access, that's it. Because it has its own operating system. But imagine they give it. Google Actually, I'm not access. even sure where it's running. It's probably a Linux OS that the Tesla's um, programs are running <coughs> off of. Like at least the the um, interface. It's probably just Linux based OS, and they've just made something for it to communicate with whatever backend. They usually say things run in Linux because Linux is supposed to be more secure and yeah, less people can. make viruses and things exactly. for Linux. But I I can see that uh, AI getting bigger and better because uh, me and Andy was actually just watching a video on, I think it was a Wall Street Journal video where they were talking about how some people are using facial recognition technologies for gates at like schools. There's a mm. school that's using facial recognition technology so a parent who's in the system has to just come up to the gate and smile and the door unlocks. To pick up their kids. Yeah. Dope. So they were saying, oh, yeah, you know, that works. But then the guy pointed out that you can take a picture of someone's face and bring it and show it. And it's an AI system. So it's going to unlock the door. <laughs> I think in 2019, it's going to be the same trend as we've seen in the previous years where people don't really know what kind of freedoms were given up until you know, a problem arises. Yeah, People yeah. didn't realize how iCloud pictures was just not protected as much <laughs> as they thought. They were sending news. They were keeping all these, you know, documents in there until the shit gets hacked. And they were like, how could we have known <laughs> that keeping our personal images on a cloud that everyone has access to was dangerous? Because people you know? don't understand what the cloud architecture is. They think they're just sending... You, you believe that you're just literally taking a picture, it's stored somewhere, and wherever it's being stored at, only I have access to it. Yeah, I would, I would hope to see more lawsuits from lawyers and other companies who are in the know about how our data is used. That's yeah. what I would like to see in 2018, 2019, sorry. With that thing, with, 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 in effect, with the facial recognition, Currently, it looks like Siri's the only one that's like unbreakable or Apple, um, oh, you were iOS. Talking about what I was gonna talk about. Well, no, I'm just saying that I'm not gonna get that far, but you saying that the facial recognition being broken with the picture, but that's still part of it. All right, well, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, well, go ahead, go ahead, say it, and then I'll just speak on that part. So, go ahead. Um, is that your prediction? Is what you're about no, to say your prediction? All right, so my prediction was about Wall Street. All right, so go ahead, um, what you're gonna say then. But, and then um, so I don't know if you heard about this, but well, I know he did. But um, people are 3D printing people's faces now. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> And James, uh, not James Bond, what's that, Mission Impossible? What Hell yeah, that? the face scanner. The they, they did the test, and all the Android phones were broken into. The yeah. Apple ID was the only one that wasn't unlocked. So it's like, but, so you mean to tell me somebody found my face on Facebook and fucking 3D printed my face? What I think it is, that, How I do think you that's like, of my head? no, I think that's depth perception for the AI. So I think the depth perception can understand based off of a picture, if mm-hmm. it's real or not. So, okay, if I know that the, the dots that I scan on the nose should be closer than the dots I scan on the cheek, maybe mm-hmm. that's what, how it understands this is a person and not a picture. But with a 3D printed face, I have no idea how you're going to be able to, to differentiate between the two of those. Mm-hmm. Like, how would, a, how would AI be able to tell between um, a head of a person and a real person? That's what I'm saying. You got a fake head. Huh? I'm not sure. That's crazy, man. Somebody has a fake head of your head. <laughs> they could just make it look like they cut your head off. Yeah. Send it yeah. to your family. I mean, that was all the... Send your family freaked the fuck out because all the spy movies <laughs> back in the day was that, right? Like, <laughs> That's what it was. How do we get into the house? Cut off the head and just show it to the, the little space recognition thing. Um, so who wants to go next? Who's, who's, uh, prediction, who's prediction ready to go? Uh, I don't have any major predictions for 2019. I just have things ones. that I really hope to see like i hope i see a slowdown of like the gentrification in mm. certain areas because like certain areas are underdeveloped or opportunity areas and like let's say what's going on in detroit when i was looking to buy my house you could buy a house in detroit for ten thousand dollars seven thousand dollars <laughs> yeah and now i hear there's a lot of developers moving in buying up whole blocks mm. and like yeah. knocking it down or, and developing in now I'd hope to see some of that slow down or to see other opportunities come up for, you know, people who've lived in those neighborhoods to be able to get into opportunities of business like that. Mm. I see a lot of gentrification happening in Fort Lauderdale area, too. And uh, because my mom owns in that area, it's kind of cool because her property value is going up. But uh, Ever, How long has that been happening, too? Like, it's been happening. 10 plus years, right? Yes, slowly but surely. Yeah. Not It has not been happening at such a fast rate as it has these last two years. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a lot of developers coming up. Um, what I do predict is maybe like a slowdown in uh, the housing market. I do think something yeah. like a slowdown is going to happen because a lot of people are lending at great rates. Maybe it might be some kind of financial downturn in 2019. Um. With the, because, you know, our age group demographic, millennial people, I can't wait to have that episode. Millennial people, we are here renting more than we can own because of the rates that interest rates are going up and housing costs are going up. And it's even at that point that you have rental locations that cost more than mortgages, $2,000 for rent. I'm like, yo, why do I need to pay $2,000 for a place? I'll never have any monetary stake in. Exactly. Zero cents. But, um, yeah, I, I, that's just something I see being an issue going forward mm-hmm. more than, yeah, being fixed. I, I have no idea how that's going to work. We're all just taking out literal debt so we can hopefully pay off for something if we have a job to pay off for it in the long run. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's the other one? You got any more you want to expand on I, that? I don't really have any other <laughs> predictions. You want to speak on that? Oh, the uh, stocks? Yeah. No, what? That's what it was about. No. Uh, that we're going to... Oh. On what he was saying. Yeah, bruh. We'll get to yours in a second. Um, predictions. Prediction on 
housing, rental costs, what's going on? I feel, well, what's your take? Just because I watch HGTV a lot. Um, that's the that's the face of what you think the housing market looks exactly. like. Exactly. Um, what? Um, basically, seeing people in other places of like the United States um, buying up houses, and mm-hmm. they're like very cheap, and they're always complaining about how bad it is. Or like, there's a lady that she's I think she's either based in Detroit or Chicago. And she's basically doing the housing flip where she'll buy all a couple of houses on the block mm-hmm. and then have no money for the projects, which makes no sense. Yeah. Is it a black couple? No, or some white lady called Wendy, Wendy Chicago or something like that. That's what the show's called. Oh, no, I've seen her. And um, it's a new show. And then um, basically she's like, oh, we can only put... The project failed before it even started. And it's like... But that's because you tried to buy up this house for a cheap price, knowing that this house wasn't worth this price. Mm. But it's the, just like you said. I feel like they're all just in it for the the rush of the market. Yes. Like, yeah. Like, sooner or later, like, like, like gentrification. The money's gonna come in sooner or later, so I'll make money from it sooner or later. Yeah. Hoping. Just a big finger, finger. Cross. But they have to remember that. Just like that show, that's uh, flip or flop. It's yeah. Like, oh, that's that's some losses in that one. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you lose it now, and they spend it like five hundred thousand on that on yeah. stuff in that show, and then it comes to a point where you're just like, "All right, we've done all we can. Let's take this loss, take this L, this loan that we just took yeah. out, yeah. knowing we ain't had the money. So now we gotta flip another house and go into even more debt." And yeah. It's like, so you're the guys that's destroying the area because you thought you could flip a house, and then now. Because that house is unfinished, you're bringing the property value down to all the other people that was in the area. I mean, but so then if somebody who wants to build like a high rise comes in, then of course the value will go up because then it's more for a community. Like, um, I don't know if you ever seen right by the mall, how they built mm-hmm. like a whole shopping center and yeah. there's a Pines Convention Center and stuff like that. Now it's kind of crazy to yeah. think that back in the day that was all just a parking lot and some dirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> like and it's been that way for the longest yeah. and even behind there there's some um there's some apartments that's been dirt for the longest and all of a sudden they decided you know we could build apartments here that's a light gentrification right there because you wouldn't nev- no no i'm lying you wouldn't see that you wouldn't see the the quality of person you wouldn't see the the pay range of that person i can't think of the word but like you wouldn't see people with that Who's who's gonna spend three racks on an apartment? Real talk, they're three thousand dollars apartments over there for the three rooms. Great, and you get one garage. Yeah, and you would never see that type of person in that area, but that's what they're doing. They're drawing more of those people into the area, making uh, just for pretty much commercialism and and to build up, of course, the the money. But South Florida is never going to go broke because of it's how much money people are spending in the market or in in, Mm. in the area. It's gonna it's gonna be something totally different, but that's this that's what this whole environment, this whole area is built around. You trying to spend money, put money back into the into your economy or your your community anyway. So um, anything else? Oh, so you want to go ahead and give your prediction? Oh, about Wall Street? Oh, sure, go ahead and give you a Wall Street prediction. Your uh, conspiracy you saw on on YouTube video. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that there is gonna be another uh, crash. Another uh, at the end of the year. I've been hearing this from you and from uh, yeah, 
But I don't understand where you get that from. Because they need the recession in order for the economy to restart. Why you say? Because if you didn't see lately, the Dow Jones took has dropped um, a thousand. Points. Had dropped a thousand points well, and in one day. Everything went up a thousand points. But everything was at a fifty-two week low this week. Yeah, which was true. But it gained the more points than it's ever gained ever in the. It's it lifetime. Was, it was a re. It was to come back up from it. it was a that's what, that's like an adjustment. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm saying. But they're saying, "Oh no, that was based off of holiday shopping or Christmas shopping or Thanksgiving or Black Friday shutdown. or whatever." Mm. They said one. It wasn't the government shutdown. Then they said it was the government shutdown. Then they said it was the. It's the lowest, the quickest, and biggest drop since the stock market opened. And then when it rose back up, it was the quickest it's ever risen back up since the stock market opened. It's just like a bunch of different things, but they said it's it's pretty much, <laughs> you know, I have I have I have upstairs neighbors. <laughs> you should hear it on a on a weekday. <laughs> it gets real in there. Um, yeah, but all of these things are literally just based off of the current climate that things are going now. Everybody's afraid of trade wars. Everybody's fra- afraid of um, government shutdowns. Everybody's afraid of closing borders. There's so many different. Things that's based on emotional options or, mm-hmm. uh, or perceptions that that's what's making the stocks fluctuate so heavy. Mm-hmm. Now for next year, we don't know what's the next thing that will go ahead and do it. But would your prediction be more that yeah, the thing is going to crash, or what's going to occur that so causes it to crash? start the recession? Yeah, because we it already have the, the three bubbles. The tariffs on what? That Trump is going to actually push for all the China tariffs. That even though there's some tariffs that he supposedly imposed automobile tariffs like Subaru. Um, mm. so they going to push Subaru out that hole. But uh, Subaru is going to be... They said that... If whatever we got in the country right they, now. Yeah. They, no, they said that Subaru is still going to order the cars, but it's going to be $5,800 on top of the price of, each of car? the car that already exists mm. over here. So, so what sucks for Subaru is they're just about to reveal next year in May, they're going to reveal their 2020 revamp. So they're revamping all their vehicles. Mm. In 2020, so they're gonna release the new STI, the new WRX, the new Outback, the new um, every vehicle basically that they're doing, except the Ascend, which is the minivan that they just came. Well, it's not a minivan, but uh, I would say an SUV, an eight-seater um, vehicle, mm-hmm. and just to see like a company add a base model WRX starts at 27. So you're telling me 5,800 dollars? That's how much a base model STI costs. Mm-hmm. So that is going to be even more expensive, and a base STI is around 34, 36. Mm. So now it's going to be 40 grand for a base model of a car that somebody didn't even get to see yet. And of course, they're going to raise the price on something that's new, that's out, just like Lexus. Lexus mm. is going to have their, uh, they have their um, the Toyota Supra, mm-hmm. uh, because Toyota and all of them are all together, but. Uh, the new Toyota Supra is supposed to come out next in 2020, and they're supposed to reveal it next year. But then, if that comes out with a tariff before it even makes it here, they're saying that they're looking at the price of the car being around thirty-six thousand to forty thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. You add a tariff to that, you're already at forty-five thousand dollars for a car that people aren't even willing to pay that much for. It, when you get, if you get what I'm saying, like a successor to a car that everybody's been waiting their whole life to buy it. Mm. And then now you're looking at, okay, like bots. Um, Amazon's going to have to pay more if they want to use uh, 
like uh, certain drones and certain drones that they get from there and certain chips and then Samsung's going to get an import tax because you have to get the Samsung phones from over there to get them over mm -hmm. here for shipping, which is going to drive up the price of consumers buying phones. And these phones are already $1,000. You're telling me now you're going to have to pay like 1200 And there's always going to be a market for people who have the money to buy this stuff. But, I think but they they're going to have less people buying it because of how expensive it is. Nah. 2019 was already a big year for um, commercial spending, actually. This is like I don't 2018, I'm sorry. Yeah, 2018 was already a big year for commercial spending, like one of the biggest in a long time, which is, I guess, what they hate that thinking the bubble is based on. Yeah, I don't think that's going to help create the bubble. I think that's just going to make people buy more things on credit. Yeah. That's what America that's what does best. Is. When yeah. we don't have money, we find some money to spend. <laughs> like the... And that's how the recession starts. Nah, that's the super nah the let's say America. Let's say everybody bought shit they couldn't afford with American Express. That's just how American Express goes under. The last recession happened because the banking industry as a whole fucked us. They yeah. all was of using course. subprime loans and stuff. Yeah, and that was underwriting another bad subprime loan was being underwritten by another worse subprime loan and toxic assets. So it's like. I don't understand exactly how this tariffs will affect the market as a whole. Like, let's say the tariffs on the cars. That's going to affect people who's going to buy new cars. New cars, yeah. But a lot of people aren't going to buy new cars in 2019. Let's say the cars that are already in the country that people decide to buy. That doesn't really affect anything. It's going to be more so the companies are going to be suffering as opposed to the actual general public. Which is true, but then they invested all this money into creating new vehicles that are just gonna sit. That's the company's yeah, problem. That's all company. Exactly, but yeah. it's gonna drive down. And then a company at, like, um, did you guys recently hear about a central phone? Mm -mm. All right, so uh, was it as of yesterday or I think it was two days ago? A central phone, which was the first phone to have a notch, mm -hmm. um, went out of business completely. Like they yeah. were like, we we're not manufacturing this phone no more. We're not gonna manufacture parts. There's nothing. I mean, it was a project. Yeah, we're working on a new phone. Yeah, that thing mm. was literally but a project. This phone does not exist anymore. Like, it's mm. not no more support stock anywhere. No more support for it. There's not. You're not gonna be able to buy a phone anymore. It's out of stock everywhere. Mm -hmm. So, when you look at something like that, if a manufacturer does that with cars. Then some people who look at it like the enthusiasts are gonna have nothing to talk about. But that's the enthusiast. Yeah, that doesn't. That's, that's not gonna affect the global market. Yeah. You know, like that would just mean to me. Let's say if I'm a Toyota and Subaru goes out of business, I need to just build a car that can bridge that Subaru gap. Now it actually is better for the enthusiasts when there's more competition, because then it's gonna be Honda, Toyota, Audi. Everybody's gonna say. Well, shit, now that Subaru's gone, I need something so I can catch their market. Yeah. So now, you, instead of having the Subaru that you want, you're going to get a Toyota that you want, a Honda that you want, and uh, 10 other car brands that you want. But, but, but then, like I'm saying, it, then it would only be the cars <clears throat> that are built here. Yeah. yeah. It's just going to make more people decide to start factories in America. That's what that's what the in, that's what yeah of <laughs> we're basically saying was. we're gonna tax you so hard that instead of trying to import you're gonna try and do it domestically yeah. and that's, yeah. the, that's why the, Subaru built a, a factory in Ohio yeah, yeah so they have two different but that yes yeah, so that's why none of that will affect that's what I'm global saying global market shares yeah. that's not gonna affect global market shares that's just gonna force 
the price of everything for us up. Yeah. Now that's and then that goes into commercial dollars and that goes into how much people are gonna spend and if people are gonna spend that stuff on credit, like you said. Mm. And if credit's gonna be a thing, then the credit bubble blows again. Everything is literally yeah. just all loans in the end. Yeah. Just, it's our entire basis of America is built on debt. Yeah, Regardless. we owe China a whole bunch of fucking money. And we out here telling them, yo, we not going to Yeah, we're going to hit you with some taxes. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but did you see what they explained about China's thing the other day? Mm-mm. So, China borrowed money from the U.S. and then said, you guys owe us money. Alright. The U.S. borrows money from China all the time, yo, too. we're both in no, debt to each other. That's, no, but that's what originally happened. Yeah. Like back in the day they said that China borrowed money from the US. But didn't Obama forgive Oh god, I can't remember. I I don't know why I was about to say some blatant lie. I found that I found that out when I was also watching the video about Did Obama uh, forgive somebody's debts? I have no idea. I don't listen I don't follow politics that closely. Me neither, but I only tend to follow Yeah. He said that we owe we're paying China back for nothing. But (laughs) Trump doesn't know. They're just honoring the the process of debt repayment. Yeah, but they're just taking the money because have to look why would up. you tell somebody, hey, stop paying me? I don't know. I'll have to, we'd have to look that up. That's something you'd have to probably see some some more of. Um, so, if, yeah, 2019 is the year, then hopefully everybody is taking heed of this episode and saving your money. Update. That's why you guys should go ahead and use our sponsor, Oh, we don't have a sponsor, y'all. I'm lying. I got a commercial I got to shoot, really. For real? We got ads we got to shoot. There's certain things I got to go ahead and put together. I'm going to let y'all know. We um, we got to put some things together for the new year. I need to get on that. But once we're doing the editing and everything, um, and putting oh, all the, the media together, we should be good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, any closing thoughts? Anybody have anything else you, you believe that was good in the tw- year of 2018? And that may roll into 2019. Uh, I, my major prediction, I feel like they're trying to low-key get Trump up out of there in 2019. I hope we can see an impeachment, but I'm not too, his, uh, yeah, his his vice president, yeah, yeah, his vice president, fuck that guy too, so. (laughs) All I hear, I don't know too much of his policies other than the. Uh, mother thing. That's all I hear is how much. I have you, no idea. You ever heard that? I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna share that with y'all in a second. But there, there's a whole thing about. Um, how, I'll get to that. It's it's just it's kind of weird, but funny at the same time. I guess purpose wise. Um, but I was telling your brother yesterday actually that after all of this, if U.S. is still around by the time we want to say like five years, it could be four years because if he lasts the entire presidential um term mm-hmm. this movie is gonna be so fire the dick cheney one not nah, his movie his movie his movie is gonna be so i'm not fire. sure if i could i could get behind his movie though you don't I, think it's gonna be his what movie? it trump? could be the trump the getting everything no the manafort all the stuff that he did like all of that his movie could be fire but i'm not sure if i should support it by going to watch it yeah. you know it's that's true. what i'm saying i'm gonna download that it depends on who makes it if like it's be made if, by what if it's made Netflix. by michael moore Who's Macklemore? Michael Moore. Michael Moore? Yeah, the guy who did the 9-11. Oh, the satire guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah who does documentary? Yeah, because he's going to dig up. He's going to do the extra journalism to highlight the good, the bad, and the shit that you're like, I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. So I'd watch that. But if it's made by Trump and Trump's people and he's oh, going to no, like course, yeah. make money from it, fuck no, that. I know it's because the thing is, it's not. It's 
I don't see this ending, and he'll take it. He'll take anything negative into a positive. But I don't see this ending in a positive light for him. I want a conspiracy to come out that actually hurts him. Like he says, "Fuck feminists. I'm grabbing bitches by the pussy." (laughs) Stormy Daniels. Yeah, I'm paying off fucking porn stars. So you think Stormy (laughs) Daniels was his first? You know, he's peeing on bitches. Everything. So it's like I want something to actually come forward that could finish his political career. But it's like, he Pence needs to get safe. the fuck up out of there, too. He is pretty safe as a president. It's literally just waiting. That's why it's safer for you to just go ahead, build this case, wait for him to leave the office along with Pence, mm-hmm. and then go ahead and just hit him with the, the Rico. <laughs> hit him with the Rico. Just go ahead and get him for everything, bro. And yeah. that's, that's, it'll be safer. I, I can't say he was safer for because, you know what, I'm not such an advocate for politics in general myself i have a neutral standing against politics but i'm interested in the processes and everything it caught it almost makes sense it almost makes sense if there wasn't so many loopholes but you know man-made governments is never gonna be solidified as you know this is always gonna work because we have lawyers that are there to break like find the holes and everything Mm -hmm. but at the same time i'm like okay what else are you gonna replace this guy with like this is this entire year or the last two years is literally just us saying what do you replace Trump with? Shit. How do you replace Trump? Because you've, you've already seen the worst quotations, we're going to say. This is supposed to be the worst, but this is the worst to our generation. There's probably been worse to other generations. Exactly. But what is it that you see afterwards getting, trying to fix this, trying to make things better? Do you go ahead and re-implement the Paris Agreement? Do you go ahead and remove tariffs from everything? Like It's, mm. it's so much things that the next president would have to do that it's literally just Obama to Trump. Yeah, saying I'm gonna remove everything Obama did. I don't know, um, but we'll see. I guess just in case what happens in the new year to make anything different, because he'll just only have one more year. I mean, he'll be using next year to campaign, or is it the year after only? I have no idea. So much, so much research, so much homework, and we'll leave that homework up to you, listeners. Uh, you guys <laughs> will go ahead and let us know. I'm gonna, you know, I just wouldn't mind knowing for myself. But with that being said, is that it? Did we just wrap this one up? This one was yeah. pretty pretty quick. This is the new year. It's almost here. It's almost 2019. I hope you guys are here to listen to it. All you listeners out there, we thank you for being a part of the MMV listening family. We have no name for you because we don't know your names. So the best way you can do that is hitting us up on the Twitters. Um, letting us know how you feel about each and every episode. Criticize my voice because I know it sounds horrible in a recording. I listen to it when I edit the episode. <laughs> when I listen to it myself at work, I'm like, wow, I sound crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, such a, it's such a different thing to hear your voice out loud. For real. Uh, or in a recording. It's, it's, it's real weird. But um, we'll go ahead and do a quick... Um, what are we going to do? We're going to do... I guess episode I mean episode We're gonna do recommendations That are based on food Maybe Maybe instead of a TV show We could say a movie That we wanna see In the next coming year Cause there's Boom. so many Exciting movies Boom. Let's keep the 2019 uh, Train rolling Thank you for that one So uh, Everybody We're gonna have everybody Give an option this time We ain't gonna split it up What's a movie you wanna see My guy Captain motherfucking Marvel Boy It's gonna set That shit up. March right I think yeah March Cause it's literally Just before uh, Endgame yeah, I'm ready. Take Man. all my money. <laughs> Take all my money. I'm going to see that bitch twice regardless how I feel yo. about it the first time. <laughs> they're, out here, they're out here like, yo, Black Panther started everything. First black men, now white women. We're going to keep it rolling. Like, that's, literally, that's literally the process that's going on right now. 
So for me, I'm going to just say Endgame is that one culmination of 11 years by the time that one comes out. Straight fire Marvel movies. I've been a fan since Iron Man. I've been reading comics since 2015, 2014. I'm such a fan of everything Marvel. Uh, R.I.P. Stan Lee. Yeah. Miss you, man. I appreciate you. I'm so happy I got the picture with you back in 2015. That was a great thing. It's funny because that's what I was looking at. What? When I was getting the update, I was like, this nigga met Stanley. <laughs> I'm so happy I have that as a piece on my wall with my family photo. My boy Vons. If you listen to this episode, Vons, yeah, yeah. We appreciate you coming out. But um, yeah, man, opportunities are amazing. Uh, and like I said, thank you, Stan, the man, for giving me everything my childhood was able to be uh, created off of. Um, Young Savage, what's your f- movie you looking out for 2019? Uh-huh. The real Cloverfield's next movie, because all these fucking Cloverfield movies is trash. Just give me something good. This Please. Guy. This guy. You out here hoping for another Cloverfield movie? It took us this long to get whatever this one was. The pa- uh, Paradox? Was that even this year? Um, that might have been last year, bro. Hey, Google. When did Cloverfield Paradox come out? Oh, yeah. Globally on February 4th, 2018. That's wow. why I said it. Because the February beginning 4th. of this year started off trash because of that movie. <laughs> yeah, that movie was decent, bro. Um, just in case, did I say Endgame? Did I say the movie? Or did I just go on my Stan Lee passion? You went on your Stan. You said Endgame, but then you went into the Stan Lee joint. Oh, okay. Well, Endgame is my movie. Um, Endgame is my movie. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm mad hyped for that to come out. 2019 is going to be a year of great movies. There's actually a bunch of things that they're trying to release for next year, bro. Like, it's crazy. Uh, first quarter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. DC actually got might have some fire with the uh, Shazam joint. Shazam coming out. Yeah, I forgot about Shazam. Following up after Aquaman this year. I don't know how far Aquaman is, but I got to go take a look at that. Um, maybe I'll do that Tuesday. What's my boys doing Tuesday? Uh, I don't think I'm doing much. Uh, oh, I'll have it off actually for once. All right, Tuesday we're watching uh, uh, New Year's Day. We're watching Aquaman. We're gonna get yeah, caught up. Yeah. Great introduction into the new year. Um, anybody want to do one food spot, or we're just gonna leave these people today laurels? Go Google some food, man. Go ahead, grab a food spot. Grab um, a food spot. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say, oh, is it Scrubbies? Oh, up the street. Right up the street. Is that the Scrubbies or Shorties? The Scrubbies, Scrubbies, and the Pembroke Pines area. Great barbecue food. Scrubbies, Scrubbies, amazing barbecue food. Um, it's in yeah, like I said, Pembroke Pines, close to the Miramar area. Still in South Florida. We only gonna give you options for when you come down here. Yeah, we not giving you nowhere. Else. Nothing else. We ain't going to Punta Gorda to go look for food anymore. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. If you had to do a international joint, I would say if you in Costa Rica, mm. it's this little soda over there. <laughs> they call them sodas. Uh, it's over there in La Fortuna. Boy, Just tell them Daniel sent you. The man that travels. <laughs> nah, that's that savage travels. that travels. <laughs> and you got a spot you want to go? Go ahead and give them an international spot. We've done this once before, but go ahead and, and give them an international spot. You can think of anywhere. What's a good spot that you can get a good meal at? Mm-hmm. That boy don't even know which country he wants Yo. to pick yet. <laughs> yeah, He's like, you like, can have some fish and chips at this place in London called O'Gillis. <laughs> 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 Pop <Pubbing> mums. <laughs> now you had Nando's. 
Nando's. You guys ever heard of Nando's? What is that? So they only make chicken. That's only it. chicken. They don't get no sides. It's chicken, just chicken, <laughs> like just no sides. It, it's no breaded chicken. It's just grilled chicken. It's okay. Everywhere. Where's it at? Uh, it's, it, it's in England. Oh, Nando's. And if you go into like certain stores, you'll see they have Nando sauce, which is like garlic parmesan, and mm-hmm. they have like the, the sauce is pretty fire. That's where I heard of that. Uh, what's that sauce that you used to say? And I used to laugh about it, but then I lemon, it's an actual sauce. No, it's like peak 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 peak. It sounds funny as hell. It's like peak piccadilly peak 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 sauce. I don't know what word you was thinking. I said. I no, I think you're thinking uh, Pokemon. You said pika pika. You listen to Pichu No, no, it's 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 the sauce that sounds like that. It is mad weird. Okay. Matter of fact, it's in my chat with my voice, right, my yeah. international voice. Yeah, we're gonna take a little bit to find that. But with that being said, enjoy. Make it to 2019. This has been a great 2018. Uh, thank you all for being here uh, to listen Perry, to it. Perry oh, Perry. Perry, I've never, Perry. Let me not ever say anything. We was Perry, from Spatch. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Spatch. Perry, Perry. Said, oh, that's Perry Perry sauce. Oh, you made it sound like. Uh, yeah, no. See, look, like Nando's. I say this on a regular. That's where it's from, Nando's. Okay, so it's uh, the, the African spot. Yeah, but that's from yeah. the African spot. The African spot yeah. has very, very sauce too, but their sauce is fire. All right. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, their chicken is fire too. Like I'm saying, with that being said, thank you for listening to us. Thank you for uh, tuning in, and we will be out. Peace. Peace.